You're listening to Teacher Features, a podcast where real educators evaluate teachers from film and television and discuss what Hollywood gets right and wrong about education. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Jake Scott. And I'm Catherine Oberg. This week we watched Matilda and did an evaluation of Miss Honey. And we'll also talk a little bit about Miss Trunchbull. This is Teacher Features. So we always start by summarizing the movie. So Catherine, take it away. In the story Matilda, Matilda is a little girl that wants to go to school and get away from her parents and have the opportunity to be smart. But when she gets to her new school, she realizes that it is run by the horrible principal, Miss Trunchbull. Uh, so as the story progresses, she befriends her teacher, Miss Honey, and together they kind of bring a resolution uh, for the kids at the school. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's kind of a complicated yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a complicated it's based on, So this is based on a book by Roald Dahl, and it's a pretty thick book, especially for a kid's book. I remember I read it to my class one year, and it took us a very long time yeah. to get through. But it's really good, but a lot happens, so it makes it tough to summarize. So let's begin by talking about Miss Honey and what she does well. Catherine, what is something Miss Honey does that makes her a good teacher? Well, there were, there was really like one main sequence where we saw her teaching in the classroom it was when matilda first came and they were um, working on multiplication and i thought she did a couple interesting things in that scene one was that she was using kind of like a call and response technique with the students to get everybody participating we've been working on our two times tables would anyone like to demonstrate (laughs) okay let's do some together two times four is eight two times six is Two times nine is? Eighteen. Excellent. You've been practicing. Pretty soon you'll be able to do any multiplication, whether it's two times seven. Fourteen. Very good. Or thirteen times three hundred and seventy-nine. Four thousand nine hundred twenty-seven. And also I thought it showed kind of how she can scaffold what she was doing. Because they started with really easy problems and kind of worked up to more complicated ones. So I thought it was just some good instructional techniques in that session i think that's the only time we get to see her actually instructing but i also i think that is the most teaching we get to witness the thing i took from that scene and the thing i noticed um about miss honey is her room is amazing like her room is so welcoming and she is super nice to everyone and she has like a really calm and pleasant and gentle demeanor and she's really nice to the new kids and she takes like super special care to make Matilda feel welcome by like pairing her up with other kids who will be her friends. The room is adorned with art that has been made by the kids. So you can see that they've been doing a bunch of different things and the room really feels like it belongs to the kids and Miss Honey. I agree with that. Like in that scene too, like there's always like, a teacher that everybody just loves. Oh, for sure. You know, like they like children adore her, families adore her. Like you could just tell that Miss Honey just has that teaching personality and presence that kids genuinely love her. Yeah, she had she was just so kind. Yeah. Like she was super duper kind. And she like looked out for yeah. like the girl who got her pigtails. Um, yes. thrown like she was undoing her braids so and like fixing her hair for her. and so that totally 
reminded me of people I've known who like just take special care to look out for their kids. Yeah. Another thing that I thought that um she did really well was kind of going along with the scaffolding is like she differentiate differentiated what she did for Matilda. So immediately like she figured out like well this kid has a very unique skill set and like when you see her going home that day she had like completely different things to work on. Which well, Matilda I even says like to her mom, like, "Oh, Miss Honey gives me sixth grade work. Yeah. I get to do algebra and, and other geography." Stuff. Yeah, so she totally did have yeah. the differentiation thing down. I wonder how much she differentiates for the other kids because it was clear that Matilda was so far yeah. ahead of everybody else. Like she did that ridiculous sum in her head on the first yeah. day, um, and. So Miss Honey was able to give her like sixth grade work and even yeah. noted that she was doing work that Miss Honey hadn't seen until she was in college. Yeah. Uh, but I wonder how much differentiation is in the other, with the, the other, other kids. kids. But I, I mean, that's well, they all what have we the got same workbook. They all had the same workbook. That's true. Uh, but that was, I, that was another thing yeah. I wrote down as good. Like she, she noticed, she recognized the gift that Matilda had for learning and advanced uh, academics and so she found materials and got her resources to help her out yeah no i agree another thing i thought miss honey did well was her home visit yeah so she wanted to connect with matilda's parents because they had a special daughter and she wanted to get them involved in the education and so she went to their house and i was pretty impressed with her because matilda's parents are, are awful mr and mrs wormwood are terrible and they're really not welcoming when the teacher shows up at the door they they I think he opens the door and just says, we don't give to charity. We don't like anybody. Go away or something. But she's really, um, she kind of sticks up for herself and is kind yeah. of assertive. Like, she doesn't seem too rattled by it. Which and then seemed at, out of character for her. Yeah, she was kind of You know of what a, I mean? So I was impressed that she, I said that she gave it to the parents. Like, she said what she needed to say. She did. I was impressed with her for that, too, because she was pretty assertive. But then at the point when the parents just would not hear her, she just says, it's clear that we're never going to yeah. agree. And then she just leaves and then she's done with it. But she did get to speak her mind and say yeah. what she thought. Um, but then she just left it at that. And yeah. it was like, you know what? We're not going to agree on this. We're never going to see eye to eye. So she's not going to waste her time, which I thought was also good too, because um, I can see her doing different things where you, you would either she just acquiesce them. to the parents yeah. or, or try to, get a resolution somehow, but she just stated it. We're not going to agree, so I'm done. And then she pretty much took Matilda's education into her own hands Uh because the parents didn't care at all. Um, They actually, not only did they not care, they didn't want her to be smart. They were like, put away the books, get to the TV. Like, are you in this family or not? What was the show they kept watching? Like the, the, the big, the suckers, big sticky yeah. or something. Or the money <laughs> would stick on everybody. Oh my god! Oh, I thought this movie was so funny. There I have was not... a guy that was hosting it. Like I recognized him. Oh, that was John Lovitz. John, a, I, he was I, on I, SNL. And he kind of always kind of like that. Yeah, John Lovitz. I thought that was so funny though. A lot of the little details in this were super funny. Yeah. Like I had just forgotten how funny this movie was. Anyway, other things that you thought Miss Honey did well. Yeah, like, I, I should like preface this all by saying that like. One, when I watched Matilda and read Matilda, at the time, like, I felt I was Matilda, but I also, like, Miss Honey, like, was the teacher, like, I wanted to be. Does that make oh, sense? Really? Yeah, like, I remember watching this, and, like, I knew I wanted to be a teacher really when I was really young, and I feel like her presence was just, like, so strong. It's, like, she was kind of, like, an ideal teacher, I feel. Oh, she's definitely yes. painted as an ideal teacher. Um, 
Yeah, like, she's just so sweet. sweet she's I know. just so nice and sweet. And she um she kind of like there's kind of some like teacher fantasy wish fulfillment in this movie because how many times have you heard a teacher say like oh if only I could take this kid home like yeah. like you you meet a yeah. kid who's got a rough life at home but they're so sweet and you can just tell that like there's something about yeah. a kid that makes them special and you're like oh if I wish you had a better situation and Miss Honey gets to do oh, no. that she's got this kid who's got like a genius a sort of like a genius kid who has a terrible home life and the teacher gets to adopt her and give her yeah. like a yeah, caring, a meaningful yeah. upbringing where she's valued and given the right like resources yes. and cared for and stuff. So it's like, there are so many kids, like I have kids who are in tough situations yeah. with absent parents and, and difficult things going on in their lives. And, and you just wish that they could have it better than yeah. they do. And like Miss Honey, provides it because yeah. she inherits like a mansion at the end yeah. too like she gets a beautiful and victorian also, home like she lived in that little cottage and i remember thinking that that was like the coolest thing ever too remember that little cottage oh the cottage too? was great yes and then i read the book mandy about a little girl who also got to live in a little cottage when i was younger and it's so like i was just really into the idea into the idea of a cottage of well a her cottage. cottage it was gorgeous it was, like she, she had, had like little teacups wildflowers it was very cute and then the like, yard was just like in a I, wilderness I, like, heaven I it was feel beautiful like I well maybe should, when you start looking for a home i know you should say like home. okay cottage that's I'm my gonna give must. Them the picture of the matilda <laughs> miss honey cottage like i would like to have this little cottage with the wildflowers but also a mansion next to it <laughs> so, so eventually i can in, i can inherit it and eat chocolates in it <laughs> It was. Yeah, it's like, perfect... She did really. She was really awesome, like Miss Honey. And she just... just. And she always wore ribbons in her hair. Did you notice that? I noticed Matilda wore ribbons. Did Miss, Miss Honey, Honey also wear ribbons? Wears ribbons sometimes, and it's okay. like, man, I wish I was an adult that could pull off a ribbon in my hair still. You know what? I'm sure that you could. I don't think I could, Jane. I, I feel just... like I've. T- I just. I just heard an interview with somebody talking about fashion, and they're like, "Oh, I wish." When you meet someone who's like, "I wish I could pull that off." He's like, you probably can. Nobody cares. Like, yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares what you're doing. Like, someone might be like, why? I don't know. And if they do care, who, ca- who cares? Like, what? Why does that bother you? I'm like, gonna start wearing the Miss Honey ribbons. Just do it. Just yeah, I'm gonna just rock, go for rock it. the bow. I had one other th- cup. Like, one other thing that I liked. Well, two actually. Okay. One I liked like when Matilda starts like saying like, oh, I have these special powers, and like she can't do them at first. Right. Miss Honey goes on this like quote where it's like, you know what? If you think you've got a power, like. Believe in it. You know what I mean? And I like that she didn't, like, put her down and be like, honey, you can't do magic things. I, I appreciate what she did. She, like, allowed the kid to be imaginative. Yeah. Because she, instead of just shooting it down, which is, yeah, that was really. Yeah, I liked uh, that. Again, an example of her just being really sweet. And, I, like, yeah. Meeting kids where they're at and, like, being yes. an appropriate adult for little kids who are super imaginative and yeah, say goofy like, stuff all yeah, the time. Yeah, let her believe that she can do things. Um, anything else you want to say that's good about Miss Honey? Yeah, there was one more. It was when they were going to her cottage, and she started talking about, like, a personal story. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was a very mindful sharing of a personal story with Matilda to kind of show her that she was in a similar situation that she was and that she made it out and it's going to be okay. I appreciate that. Another thing about Miss Honey's personal life that I thought kind of lent itself to a, uh, another positive was – that Miss Honey did not let her her setbacks at home affect her performance at school. Yeah. Which they said in the beginning. Like, the voiceover narration said something about, like, 
Miss Honey has a difficult life, but she never lets it interfere with her teaching or something. And you really would never know if Miss Honey has a a wonderful life outside of school or a terrible life outside of school. And she also has, like, a good balance, I feel, with her school, too. Like, you know, like, like, she's not like some of the other teachers that we've watched that are Oh, Ideal just doing everything and do everything. You know, she kind of like did her little job, and then well, we don't really know what she does. I mean, she planted all those wildflowers, exactly. but I don't think that's a very time intensive. I imagine thing. I think you her just planting some wildflowers and baking cookies. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like she's she's not like working a slave three to jobs. the job or yeah. anything. Yeah, um, yeah. So she doesn't. I, I think that's good that she doesn't let her her struggles at home with her aunt, the Trunchbull, like make her yes. bad at her. Like, the kids would never know she's yeah. having a rough time outside of school. If she is having a rough time. I mean, she is, sort of, but it, it yeah, doesn't but seem to, there like... Is, yeah, but there is she something seems to say, fairly like, when resilient. You're, yeah. Like, I, I feel balanced. Like, it... She seemed authentic with her kids, though. That's true, Like, yeah. if you... If things aren't going well, though, and you pretend they aren't, sometimes I feel like kids pick up on that. I think she kind of demonstrated a, some resiliency because yeah. of the way she dealt with the trench bowl and the other things that had happened. Um I don't know. Have you? I've known people who like if they're having a tough time outside of school. Oh man, I feel bad for those kids because yes. they're gonna teachers who overshare. Oh my god! Or yes. who just like you can tell something's up. Or just gone all the time. Or who are just gone a lot. Um, yeah. Yes. So Miss Honey, like she's a good example. Yes, I agree. All right, let's talk about what Miss Honey does not do well. Yeah. So this will probably be another one where it's really hard for you to uh, criticize her because some of those teachers that you love, you don't I'm like passionate, to speak. Yeah. like Yoda. I There's only a couple things that I noticed. One, um, when Matilda's in the class, her she goes to the trench bowl and like her automatic assumption is that Matilda needs to be advanced grades. Oh, sure. And I've seen that a lot with students that are gifted beyond grade levels. You could, like I mean, academically Academically advanced, could yeah. advance four grade levels. But even if they moved Matilda up three grade levels, it still wouldn't make a difference. She still would be leaps and bounds ahead of where the other students were. Right. So I thought that was a little short-sighted of Miss Honey. Because I think just because a kid is academically really advanced doesn't mean that socially and emotionally they would be ready or developmentally would fit in with older kids. Right. I think if you look at school as like a set of skills to master, then sure, it doesn't matter what grade they're in. But if you're looking at like social and emotional development, then like first graders need to learn to get along and learn how to play and learn how to be with other first graders. Because clearly Matilda... Got along very well with the kids in her class. She enjoyed being in that class, you know? And so I'm not saying that great advancement is never good, but I'm just saying you you can't just assume that that's automatically the option. And I think Miss Honey assumed that was the that was her go-to. She needs to be advanced grades. And I, and I disagreed with that. Yeah, and I think she... From a good place. Yeah, it came from yeah. a good place. But, yeah, it probably... Yeah. It may, may have not been the best... Uh, the best course of action for Matilda. Something that I thought uh, Miss Honey did not do very well, or at least we don't have necessarily have evidence of what Miss Honey was doing well, is actually what you said was a positive. What? So when she was talking multiplication yeah. and spelling, like the only real demonstration of uh, teaching we get yeah. is all really rote yeah. and a lot of memorization. So like 
she taught some mnemonics to learn how to spell difficult words, but she's not teaching like spelling patterns yeah. and stuff. She's just like getting them to recite things by memorization. And then the way she was doing multiplication was just call and response, just memorizing times tables. Yeah. Which she really did doesn't... say it was a review day though. Yes, she said it was, today we're going to review everything, everything we've, we've learned. learned. Which is like, wow, that's it's quite a, a day. day. It's busy. No, but, I understand that. But we didn't get to see how, like, it seemed like she's maybe just teaching memorizing times yeah. tables when really. Uh, we don't see her teaching groups of. Yeah, we're not learning the concept yeah. of multiplication no, to get it. Um which Matilda obviously knew because she was able to do it. It didn't matter yes. what number you gave her. She had some strategy to figure it out. Um, but the other kids in that class were just kind of reciting things yes. that they'd memorized. So I would I would like to see Miss Honey doing um, some like concept. Yeah, we would like work. to see her teach. Actually, yeah. So we're not really sure because we don't. It's not shown yeah. in the movie. I'm not convinced that she was doing best practices for instruction, just because based on what we saw. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, she uh, was doing like a practice for instruction. Mm-hmm. Like call, you know what I mean? I think it like that was a snapshot of. Like we don't no, know. It could what be else a review, exactly. but like it seemed like the impression I got was they do a lot of memorization. Because even mm-hmm. when she the kids are like, we learned how to spell difficulty. Oh. Mrs. D, Mrs. I, Mrs. F, F, whatever. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't remember that part. You don't remember? Trunchbull came in and like called out that girl and said like, "Can you spell?" Yes, Miss Honey taught us oh, how to spell yes. difficulty, and then she say, sings that poem. Yes, and that, so they knew how to spell that word because they had. Recited. She had some, like, teacher tricks. Yeah, some yeah. mnemonic devices yeah. and stuff. No, that's so we don't point. know if they're doing, like, yeah. learning roots and pa- yes. spelling patterns, or if, are they just going to learn Memorizing. a song for every yeah. word they ever need to write? Like, that doesn't, that's not good. Be a happy that's way not to a live. good strategy. <laughs> a happy way. <laughs> would be, you would never, you would have to know so many songs. So many songs. I had another thing that, it kind of was like a good and a bad. It was at the home visit. Uh-huh. So I thought that, like, the home visit itself was good, and I liked how she was assertive. But I do think that there's a part of home visits where it's um, understanding the audience that you have in the family. And I feel like there was an element of Miss Honey that, like, yes, she said, like, we're never going to agree. And maybe no one could get these people to agree. But I didn't feel like she... um, she came in in a way that I didn't feel like was relatable to the parents. And, like, I know I've been in home visits with families where I'm like, you know, we live very different lives and have very different experiences. But I still feel like I have a really positive and strong connection with that family. And so I just think that there is an element that I don't know. I, this is a hard situation because I don't know if she could have ever adapted to fit in with them. But I didn't see her trying to fit in with them. Does that make sense? Yeah, her first... Impression. Although, I mean, she didn't really even get a chance to speak before the yes. dad started like barking at her through the door. Uh, but yeah, she never tried to like build any relationship with yes. the parents. She kind of came in and was well about like and like the college educated thing when she was like, "Well, if you like get hurt, a doctor who's college educated will fix you, or if you sell a faulty car, you'll need a lawyer." And I, it just it just seemed a little too condes- argumentative, a little condescending. Or... I felt because hmm. like you know like. That you, I just think we have to be aware of that because, like, a lot of the, my family's, like, education-wise, like, they're not college-educated. But I don't feel like that should dictate a judgment upon them. So if – so, yeah, her parents obviously did not even 
want her to be go a college to educated yes. or go to school at all. But then at what point, at what point is it okay for the, like, the t- at what yeah. point does the kid get to decide? You know, cause yeah. Matilda obviously did want that stuff, but yeah. she was only six. Yeah, I know. So it's like, so I don't, I don't necessarily think that she handled that home visit poorly. It just seemed that there was a little bit lacking, but I don't think in that situation those parents would have ever come along. But I don't know. If there's just it just it's, flagged for me. Yeah, this is an extreme situation because everybody who's bad in this movie is really, really bad, bad, is exactly. like terrible, evil. Um and everybody who's good is like a saint. But like in the end, like that mom had some like kind moments. And so it's like maybe that maybe she could have related to that mom. Sure. But that mom saw her as something completely different than she was. Yeah, it was really do you understand what I'm trying to say? I think so. Yeah. I'm not saying it very clearly. But I just don't feel like she she cared so much about the kid, but you also have to, like, care about the family and try to relate to the family. Because if, if she had engaged those parents... She should have tried to partner with the parents yes. instead of just, like, saying, okay, parents, you're not, you're not on but, board with exactly. this, so we're going to just do Yeah, I know. I just thought whatever. it was interesting. Yeah, and, like, again, this movie is super extreme because yes. those parents were, were ridiculous. And she's perfect. And Miss Honey is perfect. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like, there's, there's like, a balance you have to strike. And it's case by case for sure because, yeah. like, the teachers have an agenda for what they want the kids to be doing. And then the family, you would hope agendas would line up, but yes. I guess sometimes they don't. They don't. Um. Yeah, I it's, don't it's know. probably like with little kids, like what is Matilda's like a first grader or something. Yeah, first grade. And so a first grader, you would assume the agendas probably do line up pretty well, but maybe yeah. they don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I just thought it was it was just an interesting interaction, I thought. Yeah, for sure. The other thing that I thought Miss Honey needs to work on was she's a mandated reporter, you yeah. would assume. I guess this is a different country, so I don't know what the laws are, but in in, in Minnesota, we, as teachers, are mandated reporters, so if we see abuse happening, yeah. we're required to report it uh, to child services, and Miss Honey... Saw a lot of abuse. ...was seen abused daily by... The Trunchbull. ...by the Trunchbull, so she... I, I think she let that go on way too far. Yeah. She should have blew the whistle on Miss Trunchbull and gone to the authorities yes. to report all of the things that she was doing that were just terrible and unethical and... and and, Ill- and illegal yeah. and abusive because we witnessed the Trunchbull throw a child by the pigtails over a fence. We saw her uh, the f- put kids in a chokey, which was like a torture box full of nails and spikes and broken glass. And she, we, she had forced, water that dripped on you. Yeah, and she force fed, well, she, she forced that boy, oh Bruce Bogtrotter, to eat an entire chocolate cake. Which is possibly one of the best scenes in movies of all time. I, I loved this part. I loved oh that scene. Oh, my gosh. When Would Matilda he... stands up, it's like, go, go for it, Bruce. Bruce. Oh, I loved it. I just I feel like it. I wanted to start eating chocolate yeah, cake. Yeah, that was great. Oh, God. Um, it's so good. I loved that. It's so good. Uh, and then, yeah, so I think, yeah, Miss Honey, you got to do something about that. You can't just let yes. that go on. Agreed. Um, this was, again, it's a super extreme thing because she's, like, throwing kids and putting them in a torture chamber. But, like, it got me thinking about, like, sometimes as a teacher, your district or principal might ask you to do something you don't. Yes. You, they might be doing something you don't agree with or something. And I don't know. I feel like we're always – you either – close the door and do what you know is the right way to do something, I guess. But, or yeah. you just stand up for, like we had a coworker 
Mary, who if any if ever she disagreed with something yes. that was being done, she stood up and said something yeah. about it. And like, you know, so you could agree or disagree with her, but like, you know what? She was gonna speak her mind and yeah. say what she thought was the best thing for the kids. Yeah. And so like Miss like Trunchbull, obviously she was a crazy person, so you yeah. couldn't stand up to her. But I think that um it's important that teachers feel feel comfortable doing that. I am bad at that. I don't feel like I'm a I'm very, pretty good at that. You are pretty yeah. yeah, you are pretty good. I, I feel like I'm not very good at it. If something is going on at school that I don't agree with, I'll usually Like it's hard for me because I I feel really good in the moment doing it. Yeah. And then sometimes I get worried afterward of how it's perceived. But I always say if it's like we do what's if it's not good for kids, I ask why we're doing it. Right. That's good. Yeah, and I feel like I don't always I have yeah, I'm not I'm You're not, better at just like staying in your room. Yeah. You're good at like letting things slide off you a little bit more. Yeah, or like doing your own thing. Doing my own thing. But I don't like I don't want to say like I'm like subverting things and being insubordinate or something like No. Cuz I don't do that. But like No, you just But like I can take the directive and then adapt it to yeah. make sure Whereas it's Whereas I'm do- like, well, why in the world am I doing this? Right. And I also feel like I haven't really been asked to do too many things. I I have been at a school where I felt very asked to do things that I didn't think were developmentally appropriate. And I think I learned a lot in that situation. Yeah. And see, I don't, I've never yeah. been really in that situation even where a, I had to like take a stand against yeah, something. Even like a that. former principal that we both had, like she told me, she's like, you are welcome to like come in. Like, cause I would always ask like, well, what is the purpose and why are we doing this? And she's like, you're always welcome to, to ask. You know what I mean? She's like, at the end of the day, like sometimes things are directive. She's like, but right. there's no harm in, in questioning and finding out the reasoning behind it. And that's the type of principle I do really well with. Yeah, I agree. I, like I, I think that's good leadership. Yeah. Trunchbull was just all about power. So she was like, oh and God. like, oh she was God. a crazy person. She, she was, was really so, scary. She's so funny though. All right, but let's get back to Miss Honey. Let's give Miss Honey a rating. What do you think about Miss Honey's teaching? I feel like in terms of making the students feel a part of a community and building relationships, she's exemplary. I don't feel like we have enough examples of her actual teaching to rate her that for like instruction. So I would say she's proficient because like the kids, when they did call and response, like they knew the answers when the ghost, when Matilda was writing on the chalkboard, they all were able to read the message. Oh, that's true. They did a choral reading in the moment. Yeah. And so I, I would say that she's a proficient in instruction. She could be more though. We just haven't seen it. I think I agree with your rating there. Exactly. Like, she is doing a phenomenal job of creating a classroom yeah. community and making those kids feel safe and welcome. But we don't have enough evidence to know about her instructional practices. Yeah. We know the few glimpses we get to see, the kids seem to know what they're doing. The content. We just don't know how they And they're got very there. well managed. Like they're when they cover up the art, it's like a system in there. Oh yeah. It's I a, love it's, that. Scene. She really had a, a oh, yeah. she had routines down yeah. for that. I love that. Um I love that. Great. Is there anything that you're going to take from Miss Honey and put in your classroom? Um, I appreciate the amount of artwork that Miss Honey had in her room. I feel like you could tell that that was something that was a focus and they took pride in. So I think that's something I need to do more of. I also just think it's a good reminder of you make kids feel good like they do well. I think that's like the biggest thing that she shows. For sure. Like the kids want to do well for Miss yes. Honey because they know how much she cares about yes. them. Yes. Um, and I want to be Miss Honey. Right. So, so I'm going to start acting like her all the time. Great. 
I'm going to add a little pizzazz to my classroom because yeah. her classroom really looked but fun. organized. Organized, yeah, not organized. chaotic. And her her desk was perfectly angled, too. Did it you know shouldn't have been that? at the front of the room, though, anyway. It shouldn't have, but it was just perfectly angled. No, her room looked great. It Impeccable. was really, yeah, it was really nice. So maybe, I, yeah. I and I think I said that before. Like, I just need to clean up my classroom. Somebody else had a clean classroom. Yeah. The um, Christmas story teacher Christmas had story. a clean classroom. I could just come clean. You could do an episode of me just cleaning up the classroom. That's funny. Maybe we will today. <laughs> So that is our evaluation of Miss Honey from Matilda. But we are not done talking about Matilda. To be continued. This is a special two-part episode. Tune in next time when we talk about The Trunchbull. Trunchbull. <laughs> in this first two-part episode of Teacher Features. listening to teacher features please subscribe to the podcast and write a review on itunes it helps our listeners discover the show also like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at podcast plc to share your opinions about the teachers we discuss on the show we love to hear what you think thanks bye exemplary 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 is it exemplary it's not (laughs) it's exemplary (laughs) An exemplary teacher? Yes. Exemplary teacher? That's not a word. Is it not? What word is that? Exemplary. It's something you just made up right now. Really? I don't know what word you're thinking of. I don't know either. Exemplary. 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 Exemplary isn't a word. (laughs) That's not a thing. That's not a real word. What am I thinking of?